You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Morning Startup Podcast, where we believe that having a full heart and clear mind builds the neural pathways that will awaken you to a healthier, joyful, and more successful life. I'm your host, Michael Oliver, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Dr. Deborah Dyack and Maria Gosher. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey. Hi. <laughs> so here we are in the podcast Detroit studio in the Hangar Shared Workspace in downtown Northfield, Michigan, launching our very first episode of The Morning Startup. How cool is that? <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I really, I, I think I'm having a, you know, a bit of an enjoy, in a, a moment of joy here. You know, we, we talk about um, Mindtation um, as a company, right? That that we really live in this this space of joy, and we've we've experienced that as the three of us have gotten together and grown together. Um, and for our listeners, being this very first episode, uh, as we all have talked, I thought it was really good that we have an opportunity for them to get to know us a little bit better mm-hmm. and and to get an idea about how we met because we. The synergy between us is really unique. Uh, most people that meet us and talk to us get excited about our our our, our journey here. And mm-hmm. so I thought maybe we could start out talking a little bit about how we met. Deb, you and I really met together. For, it's like <laughs> we're, we're kindred spirits, right, right. from the beginning. Right. Um, and then Maria joined uh, in, in a very interesting way, and, and we'll have you talk about that shortly, uh, and, and kind of just – integrated into this whole experience, which is really cool. But you and I go back almost 30 years, don't we? Yes. And I think the the background of, of studying martial arts together is critical for the launching of this particular um, business because we became involved with Ki Chi Prana, our life force, and that got – began moving us forward. Yeah. So what's interesting is when um, when – so I was at Wayne State University, which where you were already working mm-hmm. um, as an associate dean there. Mm-hmm. And I was in my graduate studies um, for uh, my doctorate degree mm-hmm. in instructional technology. And I was looking for um, a graduate uh, a graduate um, position. position. Right, right. And you hired me. Right. So I, and Good we choice, Chet. And, <laughs> and, and, and we did not know each other right. at all. And we started by where we started this conversation. I really don't know how it started, but it started with intuition, really, something around the world of intuition and that kind of feeling. And then you walked in my office one day and you said, how would you be interested in doing Tai Chi? And and I didn't even know what – I didn't. And I was like, Chi, Tai what? Like – Chi Tai Chi, and you said no. I, I'm going to a temple or, or a dojo right in in Berkeley. Berkeley, mm-hmm. and Sifu Brown was the the teacher there. And I said Sifu. I mean, I even kind of screwed that <laughs> name up as Sifu, like, like seafood. seafood, right? <laughs> but it's really teacher in Chinese, right? right? Correct. Um, and so that's really where our journey, kind of in, in the in the field of you mentioned martial arts. And, and this idea of energy manipulation right. really started through through that uh, dojo and working with with Tai Chi, and that's an area that you were deeply interested in. Yeah, and I think it was just an affirmation of 
our intuition, what we had known, but then actually joining groups of people that believed or were like-minded, it was, it was a, um, a great opportunity for us to develop. Yep. And so we grew through that. And, 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 and then as, as time went on, you ended up leaving Wayne State and mm-hmm. you went over to, mm-hmm. you went over to Schoolcraft College. Correct. Um, where you were a dean over there in the learning support services area. Mm-hmm. And, and I went into corporate work and, and doing the corporate thing. Mm-hmm. And then full circle again, I needed some work, uh, because that phased out of my life. And then you hired me over at Schoolcraft College. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How crazy that was, is that? That's good. So at Schoolcraft College, and actually that's where you, Marie, you you started around two thousand nine. Is that I think so? Yeah, right around two thousand nine, yeah, which is ten years ago. Which so. is really weird. Is that and we did not know each other. No, no. And that is the same time I got hired over at Schoolcraft. Crazy was in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. So and you were hired in the what was your actual area that you got I hired was into? Um, teaching at the time. Okay, so. Um, I was in teaching computer graphics technology courses, and I remember my orientation was taught by Deb. And I remember like, (laughs) oh, my God, it's because she was teaching us how to like, you know, teach and like activities and be engaging. I'm like, Deb is so good. I'm like so (laughs) nervous. I'm going to like mess up. And I didn't know you were in that. Yeah, yeah. It made such a big impact on me. So it's like just so crazy that. Like to hear that you were in this group. I'm like, oh my gosh. So it was really cool. So really interesting, right? You two were almost yeah. familiar with each other, but right. not knowing that years right. down the road that we would yeah. actually be working be, together. Be, be yeah. working yeah. together. Yeah. So cool. And I remember meeting you, Maria, for the first time because when I yeah. was working with, with, I was working for Deb, so we were in the library together, and you mm-hmm. came in newly hired to talk about the web or something. Do you it's remember? so weird. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, you came in and you were talking and 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 Deborah was talking about how gifted you were. And he said, oh, you got a listener. She's really great. She's going to talk about this kind of web build or whatever, you know, the technology part of that was. And you came in and talking about that. So now the three of us, not knowing that we were going to actually years yeah. later be working together have already kind of made this mm-hmm. this introduction to each well, other which Maria's is kind of the glue yeah <laughs> she's the one that's going to launch us and help keep yeah. us out there yeah so. we're, we're a good team yeah so that that was that was very cool so then i i was working with student athletes and trying to keep them eligible and working on the academic mm-hmm. side of things one of the things i was starting to notice and mind you through this whole time deb and i have always been staying involved in the martial arts and tai chi and then we got involved in uchiha kung fu and all the rest of it but <laughs> our focus has always been really on the the inner work of that the the inner work the spiritual work mm-hmm. the the manipulation of energy and chi and all of that and so through the martial arts we were learning to do that i'm working with with athletes, and I'm noticing something in athletes is like, you know, every time they're missing a pass on the court or they're missing the ball on the field or whatever it is, I'm thinking they're losing their focus and concentration. Mm-hmm. And through our training, it was like one of the things that I think could be really helpful for them is to teach the meditation. Mm-hmm. Because through that meditation process, you learn about focus and about mindfulness. And you were exploring that field as well. Mm-hmm. So I brought it to Deb and you know, there, there were a lot of little things that were happening here, but, but the bigger picture is Deb and I decided that we we're going to kind of make, make a go of this. And I had asked Deb, 
like, well, what do we call us if we were going to try to do this not only at the junior college level, but if we were going to take it elsewhere? And Deb came up with the term Mindation. That's that. how the company name was formed. <laughs> and when I asked her, I go, that is so cool. Like, what were you thinking? And she says, well, when you think of mindfulness – in meditation, she just put two, two together. So that was brilliant. So thank you for that. <laughs> but anyway, so that's where Mindation was actually born. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it grew out of a growing need to help people. And originally, as Michael said, um, it was to help the student-athletes or students. But we realized that uh, we were failing to address the humanistic skills in, in our educational system. And it only tends to focus on knowledge. Mm-hmm. So Michael and I were there to certainly help people who were underprepared coming to college, who needed skills development. But we also needed, we saw that we need to help humans develop these human skills that they're not even aware of, that many of our students, especially the athletes, would come in depressed, tired, tuned out, not realizing that pranayama or teaching breath techniques, teaching meditation, how to still the mind, could take could have such a profound impact on um, student success or or actually life success. So that's where we began. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. the start of it, and then so then we started thinking about well, we're going to get need some web presence here. How are we going to do that? <laughs> so <laughs> so bring it. You know, then it's like well. We know Maria. Like Maria's in the marketing department. Like Maria has this deep set of skills. Mm -hmm. And I don't really remember – I know that you were going to U of M and you're working on your master's at the time, right? But I'm – how is it that you and I – had this conversation about the – can you fill that space in for me a little bit? um, it's a good question because yeah. it seems like it just kind of happened. So Which I was is at, a lot of what happens. <laughs> yeah, <us. laughs> yeah. So I was at the University of Michigan School of Information um, studying just human-computer interaction stuff. Mm-hmm. And basically that means uh, anything interactive, um, websites or apps or anything. I'm a design nerd. So anything <laughs> that's design, marketing, branding – information, data, all that kind of stuff just mixed together. And so in grad school, I had a lot of projects I had to do. And given that I paying out of pocket through school, trying to get it through, um, I'm not going to waste any of my money on doing just goofy projects. I'm going to do something that actually has meaning to me. And so that's kind of how you know, um, I think we did a couple projects um, right. during my grad experience where I helped you guys with a website, and um, and then I just kind of stayed with you guys. Yeah, that, <laughs> so that was really interesting because this is really how mm-hmm. I think it it speaks to the synergy between us and and how you know this bond I think over time that that we've created is unconventional in that sense. It's, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't this formal, you know, like, hey, I'd like to work with you guys and, well, let's do kind of an interview to see if your skill sets are a good match. This really evolved more on an intuitive level. Mm-hmm. It, it mm-hmm. really did. Mm-hmm. And I know that after you were doing your project for U of M, you were wife, wireframing up the website and, and everything and you mm-hmm. were doing all the things that were required of that project. But we kept in touch after that. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, it, 
even at one point, you were almost like an advisor to Mintation, kind mm-hmm. of like talking mm-hmm. to us about right. our branding. To keep and, it on track. Yeah. And, forward. Right. And mm-hmm. the beautiful right. thing was, too, is like you guys need to be doing things the right way so you don't have to redo things that you're not mm-hmm. doing, you know, and, and to have to fix later on. So who are you as a company? Mm-hmm. What is your branding? What is your messaging? I mean, those are all the things that you were teaching mm-hmm. us. But at the same time, not knowing that mm-hmm. that was actually you, right, who mm-hmm. you are infusing into Mintation. Mm-hmm. Right. Which later, looking back, we can say that happened. But at the time, like, it was almost unsuspecting, right? Yeah. Well, I think what's interesting is is timing is everything. Um, I know that when we first started at Schoolcraft bringing up the idea of meditation, we were laughed at and told, don't use that word, use the word reflection. And you can tell most of you now, the times have changed. Meditation has, I mean, it's more mainstream has respect now, right? mm-hmm. yeah. because modern science has begun uh, to recognize what ancient mystics and wise men have told us for centuries, that we now have the data to support all of all of the good things that um, good breathing and meditation can do. But I know for years it was dismissed, and, and that was a frustrating thing because it had the uh, connotation of being flaky when we know that – or religious also in mm-hmm. Buddhism, and we know that it's secular. It has nothing to do with religion, but religions use the techniques – because they work. Mm-hmm. They change lives in a positive way. So I think that people, there's a realization now that as we move forward with this, because of the research supporting it, because it's now um, being taught to children in K through 12, that it is making a difference in lives. Mm-hmm. We can see it more mainstream too. It's like oh, yeah. it's becoming yeah. mainstream. So, like with right. the birth of the apps, mm-hmm. um, you, you know. But that's been in the last five years. I mean, when we started, it was not really mainstream. Well, no, no, that's no. I mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. Right, I mean, but now we, we had a lot of barriers thrown up, and we had a lot right. of barriers. And right. even now, though, I think some of the barriers to meditation are that people are put, put in that position. Well, not put in that they put themselves right. in the position of saying, "Well, I really can't do this." I've talked to a number of people that will say. When I sit still, my mind races a thousand miles an hour. I think of all these things. I, I just can't mm-hmm. get it done. And I also, and I often say to them, "Well, do you go to the gym and all of a sudden you walk out with a different body image, or do you mm-hmm. walk out feeling really differently?" No, it takes. It's like any anything else, right? It takes time in order to build the skills because meditation mm-hmm. is a skill, right? I mean, Absolutely. it isn't something you just intuitively do. You right? know, it, people make it sound like it's the easiest thing you'll ever do. Just sit down and close your eyes and think of nothing. And it's probably the most difficult or challenging thing you'll ever do in your life. Mm-hmm. And you'll never clear your mind. I find it really int- – I mean, unless you're mm-hmm. a, a monk mm-hmm. in a temple mm-hmm. that's been doing this. Nothingness for, is the goal. Right, right. <laughs> right but it's but, hard. But, the, but, but when you say to people in the beginning, it's just clear your mind and they go, well, I can't clear my mind. It's like – because that brings us to mindfulness, right? right? Mindfulness isn't about clearing your mind. No, nope. it's, it's about being aware of where you are at. Mm-hmm. At the time at you're, the time. You're, at the time you're right. there. Mm-hmm. So I find that whole process really interesting. And that's where we really have grown in that, in that, whole, in, in that whole space. Mm-hmm. And you have found an interesting kind of growth in that whole area too, right, Maria? When, yeah. As you kind of got more in, mm-hmm. 
integrated with Mitation? And- yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm learning from like the best here because <laughs> like, I, I don't have a background in this stuff. Like I've always been interested in it. I'm like one of those people like, oh, yeah, meditation. I, I used to do that and I did it for like 30 seconds. I'm like, what in the world <laughs> am I doing? <laughs> and but I've always been interested in it, but I never really knew how to Mm-hmm. learn it or mm-hmm. grow upon it like the whole concept of breath which is like duh maria like how did you not <laughs> realize that it was so important in meditation that was something that i learned and still learning um just by you know working within meditation so it's um you know i have interest in design and all that stuff i bring here but uh there's this like learning back of just how to live just better and and at a more calm and peaceful, you know, environment uh, within yourself. And that is, I think, the strongest thing that attaches me here. And and it's cool because, um, like, it's just we're such a diverse group here. Yeah. And it's a good model that anyone can do this. Um, And what I think is is wonderful is that you don't need the background research. It's great. It's there. Mm -hmm. But you know how you feel. Right. When you're you're done. So that qualitative data that gets dismissed, which I think is the most important data, mm-hmm. does it change your life? Does do you feel better as a result? Do you mm-hmm. have more energy as a result? Mm-hmm. And yes. Yep. Yeah. And yes. like what Michael said mm-hmm. earlier is that it doesn't happen, you know, instant. It, right. You gotta keep practicing it and stick with it. Um Yeah, you're not gonna win a marathon just by getting up and running. You (laughs) have to lead up to it, you know, and and exercise and do the right techniques. Mm -hmm. But there are techniques um, that we are amazing instruments when when you think that we have the 100% ability to heal ourselves and Mm -hmm. to change our lives and Mm -hmm. to create our future, Mm -hmm. what what we hope and intend. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that's framed in mindset, right? I mean, it's 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 fascinating, extremely fascinating to me is what are the things that we're telling ourselves exactly. or mm-hmm. what have we been told exactly. that we accept into a belief system For sure. that then drives our outcomes? Mm-hmm. Because when you say that, Deb, seriously, when you say that we have the ability to heal ourselves, you know there's going to be you know, pushback on that, right, or opposition mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. And, and But yet there's there's data to support, to support it now. and science to support right. that happens, mm-hmm. which I think is a really important piece. It is. But I think it's also kind of like shattering those belief systems and rebuilding others mm-hmm. so that we can move forward into the work that we do. Right? I think it's right. important for people to understand if you think you can, you're right. Mm-hmm. If you think you can't, you're, you're right. right. Mm-hmm. So that's very powerful. Mm-hmm. And helping yeah. people overcome that. I just yeah. have a couple of the benefits, and obviously I have a list here. These are just a few of the benefits from meditation, pranayama, and also sound therapy. Just recently we are um, taking a deeper dive into sound, and I'm recently a licensed vibrational sound bowl therapist. And it is amazing to me that how it connects with meditation and how it connects with breathing, but it actually has the ability to change our cells. Um, The chromosomes, there's uh, little endings on on the end of our chromosomes, and um, it helps, I guess, I'm going to make them analogous to a uh, 
a shoe shoelace, the little plastic ending, the little caps at the end. And what happens with these chromosomes if you are stressed out, and they're called telomeres, and I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, but I think it's telomeres, that if you are stressed out or as you age, they become frayed. And as you begin to practice breathing, relaxing, taking control of your thoughts, they begin to heal. And so the DNA begins, to, your own DNA begins to repair itself. And here are just some more amazing benefits. Um, improves reaction to stress, enhances creativity, improves focus, improves interpersonal skills, a sense of connectedness, reduces errors, clear thinking, improves teamwork, enhances writing, improves decision-making, um, increased blood circulation, um, increased immunity, decreases depression and anxiety, and increases self-actualization. And those are just a few of the many. It's kind of scratching the surface of it just all. Exactly. And you know what I like about about this, and this is one of the things that when we talk about creating a, a culture, a lot of people that we talk to in our own circles when – because we are a startup. And the, the things that you're talking about, Deb, are things that we're looking at even building on as a company and being able to help other people with the things that they're struggling with or the things that they want to change or make a difference in their lives. Um, but fundamentally, it's what we operate on as a company is mm -hmm. that we practice – what we are talking about. Um, we're all meditators. We, we practice mindfulness. Our meetings are phenomenal. I mean, they are. And I, and, and of course <laughs> I say that and it's like, well, yeah, you got, you're in your, but I talk to people that go to meetings and they say they, they suck. You know, mm -hmm. they go like, yeah, meetings I go to suck. I don't even know why we have Very them. Or me meetings are a waste of time. I don't know why I'm there, but they're, they're in the meetings. So mm -hmm. we're in our meetings but I can say that they're really phenomenal because we we allow for that expression. We allow for mm -hmm. the shifting. We allow for non-judgment. We, we mm -hmm. just – I think the key word there is we just allow. Mm -hmm. What I'm getting at is supporting to what you're saying is the things that we're venturing into as a company, right, to help better the lives of other people by using the latest research – in sound, in meditation, in mindfulness, in energy, in the human energy system, that we also incorporate that that in 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 terms of a company. So when we're sharing with people about who we are, right? Who we are as individuals, the Maria, the Deb, the Michael, that that we're the founders of Vintation, that we're actually also practicing right. the very That's things the that key. we're teaching mm -hmm. other people, right? That that it's part of our right. culture mm -hmm. and that we honor that and we honor what each other can bring into that into that culture. Mm -hmm. It's learning to live and actually live an undivided life. Mm -hmm. and, and that goes back to Parker Palmer. It's living your beliefs and not separating them. And and in education when we first began, I, I think the awareness is that we do separate the humanistic skills from the academic, the cognitive skills. And we know that human beings don't work that way, that mm -hmm. in order to learn more effectively, you have to feel good about yourself. You can't be immersed in fear or feeling sick. So living an undivided life, I think, is is what our truth is and and – I guess one of our bonuses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's an. I think it's an, an important that that mm -hmm. we continue to do that, and we continue to 
to build our, our culture. What do you mm-hmm. find most interesting, Maria? Like when you, as this kind of, I know it's interesting because like you, you know, you come in as kind of the, you know, on the, the tech, the marketing, the branding mm-hmm. side of it. But I also can say for sure by getting to know you as well as I have, and I think I can speak for Deborah too, mm-hmm. um, that there, there's this whole birth on this other side of you with your intuition um, mm-hmm. and, and your experience in, in tapping those areas within yourself to give you joy mm-hmm. and then bringing that into the company as well. I think it's yeah. been pretty pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's a learning experience. I mean, coming from a place of learning about marketing, I've been in quite a few different startup experiences myself, different accelerators where the focus is like very, very intense and and go and you have to succeed and you have to do it this way. Otherwise, you're a failure and failure is good. Just kidding. No, failure is bad. (laughs) This back and forth argument. And, And so I think when I first Years and years ago when I was doing like the projects for, you know, mentation and, and internship, I was in a space where it was like kind of absorbing that messaging and that I have to not not to say that I'm like 100 percent, you know, it's it's a work in progress for sure. But, you know, I was in this space. I got to work constantly and I have to do it this way and, and that and the culture says to do this and and the industry says I have to, you know, market this way or or whatnot. And then working here and having our like weird meetings <laughs> where it's like, oh my gosh, it's this is just so there's no resistance, there's no stress. I mean, we run into obstacles, of course, but um, th- we figure it out. Like, there's always that trust that it always works out. And and I know we'll share those stories in future episodes of the podcast, but it's just, like, amazing, like, jaw-dropping, like, how does this even work out? And so that, you know, kind of just living and, and working, mm-hmm. you know, that undividedness, it's not like work is over here and then mm-hmm. living right. is over here. Yeah. Um, the values of just, you know, that mindfulness and and all the stuff that we practice here is just it's not just a thing that you set aside but it's something that you incorporate in everything that you do and so i think that's changed a lot in just my own work is that you know realize i don't really want to work in this kind of style mm-hmm. that was kind of mm-hmm. taught to me right mm-hmm. um i'm i understand myself more and what how i want to live better mm-hmm. and that's the way I want to kind of holistic. Go. Yes, holistic. Absolutely. Holistic. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't separate yourself, compartmentalize mm-hmm. yourself. And I think one of the key words that you said is that we're all works in progress. Yeah. yeah. It isn't something that is going to happen. And I think, Michael, you said this earlier. It is something that you develop. It doesn't just happen overnight and it's ongoing forever and it goes mm-hmm. deeper and deeper and, and, your commitment to it gets stronger as yeah. you see the results. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah, it does get stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And finally, what I we had talked about this um, uh, not online here, but but offline. You know, we we've talked about the culture that we're building here, and, mm-hmm. and it's a culture that I think that we can really help others really learn to build a culture. Not only as a startup um, in, in 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 talking about what that means, but the idea that. I find it very interesting and, and I know that you're going to resonate this and our mm-hmm. listeners probably will resonate with this too. That is, as you get into your week, you start getting excited, really excited mm-hmm. that you're getting near Friday. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, 
And, it, and they even came up with, thank goodness it's Friday, right? TGIF. Yeah, right, they, right. they came up with that acronym. And it's like they're really excited about Friday and the energy levels increase mm-hmm. that it's Friday. And then you go through Saturday. Then when you hit Sunday, there's people that actually get depressed. Mm-hmm. They're actually feeling sad. That that mm-hmm. in, and you'll say like, what's going on? It's like, well, you know, I just got work tomorrow. Got to go to work. It's Monday. It's mm-hmm. Monday. And I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want my intention to ever be like that. And it's not mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like to be fired up every day and almost like feeling like, oh, my God, it's Friday. Like, do, can we can we meet Saturday? Can we do something on Saturday <laughs> right, right, or Sunday? Or, or looking – and I know mm-hmm. when we text each other, right, the three of us, when we're mm-hmm. texting each other about what we're going to do for the weekends because we meet on the weekends – it's like super excited for Saturday. So mm-hmm. Who's excited on a Sunday? Mm-hmm. I mean, we are. So, right? <laughs> so I think that it's it's interesting to explore that a, a little bit deeply. When we talk about infusing joy, I mean, one of the things on our description of the show the show for today was to talk about, you know, the fundamentally function is that we do this joyfully and that we in, right. that that we infuse joy not only. It goes back to what you said, Deb, about the undivided self, right? right. It's like – and joy, typically, we're attaching things external to ourselves. Mm-hmm. But it's not, is it? Right. It's about having that internal joy. Tapping mm-hmm. into it, yes. And so here's the yes. challenge for, for all, even listening, is how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Right? How do you move through? And and I know that's a different episode. <laughs> and I know we'll yeah, get there, that's right? A good, that's a good question. But how do you move through that barrier, of you're feeling excited as you get close to Friday. You're feel- I know I actually know some people that won't do anything on Sunday because they just need that little bit mm. more time before they hit Monday. You know. <laughs> oh, and and how yeah. what how sad? Right. How sad? How sad? Missing a day when you could have that joy every day, mm-hmm. every day to carry that peace and calm into your workspace mm-hmm. and into your life. And that's that's how it should be. And your work shouldn't be so It It shouldn't. And, and so, of course, there's a lot of variables involved mm-hmm. in that, right? The culture that we all live in, the cultures that we experience in our work cultures and, mm-hmm. and, and all of that type of thing, certainly. But even we know the, the monks and you don't have to be a monk, but the people that are practicing these practices – are able to be in that place Always. among mm-hmm. the chaos. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Joy yes. joy isn't an absent of obstacles. It's just And that's you know. the whole point. Yeah. And that's what has been separated for whatever reason from our formal education, which is is very sad. Um I see that it's starting to reconnect. And I don't know whether it happened when the church and state separated that anything to do with emotions or the spiritual part of a human being mm-hmm. can't be taught in school and was mm-hmm. separated, pulled out of it. But, but we do need to change. And I, and I know that what we're doing isn't working necessarily in our K through 12. And there is a realization of this. So I think mm-hmm. we're getting back to what has, what we've always known intuitively that we have to work with the whole student and not separate. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we can bring that even, you know, we do want to make that impact in education. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're we're in that educational space, but then how do we Mm -hmm. transfer that also to the workspace or to professionals as well? So people can, because our, our position is, is that when you're in that place of joy, 
you can get things done. Look at what we've done oh, as absolutely. a company. It's crazy. And I know that, that <laughs> our listeners benefits. out there, I mean, they're getting yeah. to know us now. One this is our first, they're, they're our first mm-hmm. podcast. They're getting to know us. Mm-hmm. We've been living this for well over mm-hmm. three, four, or going on almost five years now. We've been mm-hmm. living this, right? But we've been growing within it. But we're living proof. And I know that our listening audience has to trust that. But the mm-hmm. idea is that by being joyful and excited, amazing things begin to happen and amazing things begin to line up that you may not even expect that mm-hmm. to happen. And as we go on in further podcasts and other things that we're doing and we can almost create this this expectation that we'll share what those what those synchronizations have been for us mm-hmm. um, because this is our first one and we're not you know we're not going to go deep into it now but the synchronizations happen and they and just as they happen for us mm-hmm. they can happen for everyone out there listening mm-hmm. and I would just say I would um, encourage people to try just just to try if you are a teacher or if you are a leader in a business where you are leading people and have the opportunity to create your agenda, that you do provide students or employees, people, with even just five minutes of quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that's not real meditation, but I know that Michael and I, when we were teaching, we offered that to our students. And I thought for at first that students would dismiss it, find it flaky, I had students tell me at the end of the class, and there there was no need. Grades were already disseminated. They would come to me and say that was the favorite part of their mm-hmm. class, mm-hmm. that it was the only time in the day, and how sad because that's only five to ten minutes, where they were able to just tune everything out and feel calm. Mm-hmm. And I encourage you to try it because what's interesting, I hear from other teachers, oh, I don't have time to do that. Actually, as a result of doing it, your classrooms will be, and your employees, mm-hmm. will be far more productive when they are in a joyful, calm space. Oh, so true. Because mm-hmm. that's how we work here, is we get so much stuff done. And because we, we're in joy. Yeah. But yeah, even like to, you know, with the students, even like parents and families, I think could do that. There's so many parents are on the go, you know, mm-hmm. working a lot or doing a lot at home and taking care of kids and stuff. And and that I think would be a powerful thing just in the the household environment to just kind of embrace silence just for a little bit, even just, just a, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah, right. And I think in in the chaos of a lot of people's lives, what what the I don't know the misinterpretation of that is is that if if they do pause that they'll lose time right mm-hmm. because they got so much to do like everybody right. has so much to do yeah. so I I pause I'm going to lose some time but what we find out and what the research has supported is that when you slow down you actually speed up mm-hmm. and when you slow down to give that 5 15 10 15 minutes even mm-hmm. that you come out of that space with much more energy and clarity. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's then when you can function a lot more effectively and you're not so crowded with your mm-hmm. with your thoughts and your thinking. Absolutely. John Cabot Zinn is obviously with uh, one of the leaders in mindfulness and in schools he says that we are constantly telling students to pay attention, pay attention, but we never really teach students how to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they they don't know what you mean. Does it mean look harder, uh, mm-hmm. listen to what? 
And and so through this calm and, and taking just a few minutes to have students experience quiet, they do develop a stronger focus, which mm-hmm. allows them to learn how to pay attention. And I think it's those small steps that really help to build the habit of drawing into that space and time. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people try to take a big chunk of it, and then they don't have mm-hmm. that that positive experience, and then it's reinforced in the negativity, and then they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I heard a great podcast um, th- this morning about building habits, and um, the way that it was suggested to build habits was to start – and we've heard about chunking. I mean, that's mm-hmm. nothing new. Mm-hmm. But the idea was is that – y- That you do some – yeah, to baby steps. Like mm-hmm. I'm thinking of Ramsey and baby steps, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're thinking of doing these baby steps. You're doing them very short. And in, in even – so, for example, if you wanted – you could use meditation example or something. I mean, if you do – a good If you say, for instance, I want to I, I learn to be able to do this, well, just sit in a chair for one minute. Don't do anything but that. Mm-hmm. Or just sit in the chair. Pull the chair out and sit right. in the chair. Yeah. Once you're sitting in the chair, you're done, mm-hmm. right? And then, okay, now I'm going to sit in the chair and I'm going to sit in the chair for one minute. I'm not going to think about my breathing. I'm not going to think about closing my eyes, raising my – I'm just going to sit in the chair for a minute. Mm-hmm. But it's those steps that exactly. you can, you can you know, mm-hmm. build into, yeah. into more of that in, – into that practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like uh, makes me think of, you know, the classic, the tortoise and the hare. Right, like the tortoise, like step by step, hair just like wants to speed and and ends up not even getting at the finish line. Yeah. That's the joy of um, working with you. I just have <laughs> to say, I just have to say because I think that was one of the biggest aha moments for me um, in in developing this business is I just assumed that faster was better. That if we were mm-hmm. going to launch something. We need to do it next week. And mm-hmm. if we created a product, we need to get the product out immediately. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you've taught us, and I really appreciate it. And for anybody else who's out there um, trying to create a new business, is sometimes slower is better. It, mm-hmm. it allowed us to, I guess, prevent a lot of mistake-making. So <laughs> I appreciate Yeah, yeah I learned that I, from others. So, yeah, yeah well, I'll second that with you as yeah. well because, I mean, one of the things, Maria, that you brought uh, I think has been extremely valuable and continues to be very valuable for us. And this is the beauty of the synergy between us because we're, we're so diverse in so many ways. Mm-hmm. But we complement each other in so many ways because mm-hmm. we allow for that to happen. Mm-hmm. But even in, in, in with your experience with startups and bringing that to us and then being part of this and helping us develop this was the idea of like – you know, often people would say to us, well, how's my Tation doing, mm-hmm. right? Because they don't see anything. They, right. they, there's nothing exactly. public-facing they right. don't exactly. see. Yeah. We're working our tails off on this <laughs> right, side of right. it. But Maria would be like, well, we need to get our branding right. We need to mm-hmm. have people understand who we are. Mm-hmm. You need to know – and there's a lot to that. I mean, I never knew mm-hmm. – and those of you who are in the marketing branding business understand this. <laughs> well, we didn't. Um, until <laughs> until Maria brought it to our attention, but there's a lot of work that goes oh into that, from goodness. typography to colors and and, and all of that. <laughs> Who are we? And then what is our brand? And then what is our strategy to launching your brand so people get to know who you are? Because if people don't know who you are, then how are they ever going to be influenced by what you are offering them? So I I second what Deb is saying, but I really appreciate that because you you slowed us down mm-hmm. enough to be able to put all those pieces in place, and now we are accelerating like crazy. Where we're asking ourselves, 
about even managing that because mm-hmm. it's beginning to to pick up pace, but we're getting all those pieces in place. So I really mm-hmm. appreciate yeah. that what as a well. Great foundation. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. not going to topple over now. <laughs> right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Solid yeah. base. Yeah. Well, I think it's there's a mix too, like, you know, because you guys are so you've taught me so much about just trusting your intuition and things. I mean, we've get we've gotten to points where it's like we're feeling the pressure, you oh, know? Yeah. Oh yeah. And then <laughs> you guys will say like how do we feel? And then I'll be like, <laughs> major anxiety right now. <laughs> you know, I've got to launch something tomorrow morning. And, and then we stop and then we pause and we pivot if we have to. And we've always been open to that if we have to pivot um, and change direction. And, and so I think we all kind of bring something uh, to the table on, on that front. And that's never been a part of what I've been taught in businesses to pivot. You don't pivot, you move forward. But I mm-hmm. found there's such a strength in that. Mm-hmm. As I said, you saved us from many <laughs> disasters. So it's greatly appreciated. You know, one of the things you taught us, um, Maria, which is really so powerful, is that we came up with our one-liner. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, to, we kind of learned that yeah, all together. Who would have yeah. thought a one-liner would be so difficult? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it was – it was hours to get hours. to to get there yeah. i mean 5 6 hours yeah. of of pretty heavy cognitive work to mm-hmm. to get there and a, a lot of neural mm-hmm. neural work but the beautiful thing about that is is that we you know the one liner as we know through the story brand work mm-hmm. uh, right is that if you confuse you lose right yep. in that um, Donald Miller work yep, yeah the Don Miller work and yep. and that clarity is is where we need to be right so mm-hmm. we don't want to confuse and we want to be clear um, and so we were able to come up with our one-liner, which is mm-hmm. – um, Yeah, you're yeah. going to yeah. share it? Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. share yeah. it. Very so, good. Very Mentation good. provides achievable experiences that help people live awake with a full heart and clear mind. Um, that's, yeah. that's really – out of all those hours and hours and mm-hmm. hours, that gets pulled out and it really defines and says, yes, who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and achievable experiences were important to us yeah. because, right? Yeah, that was a big word. That Absolutely. was a pointed out. Yeah, that was a big word. Absolutely. And, and we did that together. And Deb, you came out with the idea: we have to make these experiences achievable, mm-hmm. or we're going to lose people. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's real. Uh, the the techniques are very simple, but they are effective, and the techniques work. And they so, make a difference. And speak. Mm-hmm. Can you speak to the idea about living awake and 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 tie that into? The full heart and clear mind piece. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of going back to what you were saying, where people work for the weekends, mm-hmm. uh, that they are not present Monday through Friday. They're there for work, but they're not present, meaning they're they're not feeling joy. They're not enjoying their life. Which, when you think out of a year, how much people are gone. Um, mm-hmm. That's depressing. <laughs> yeah. We want to be present every day and enjoy every moment. And what we're finding right now, it's it's uh, is that people are asleep. They they put themselves into a coma like state, mm-hmm. and then they live for the weekends. But exactly what you said. They don't want to do anything on Sunday because it means they have to totally relax and not be present again. Mm-hmm. Um, so being awake is being aware of your life, of what's going on around you, of what you're capable of, and reaching potential. Because so many of us are just going through the motion, but we're not really achieving potential what we could in our lives. Mm -hmm. We don't realize we can make intentions to change our life. Um, 
the magic within us is we're trying to help people unlock that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's key. That mm-hmm. you you hit it right there. I mean, how many times do people do? I mean, drive to work and go. How how did I get here? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Have you ever been on a weekend where you want to take a different route to go somewhere, and you turn the route that you go to work, and you go, oh "My God, I didn't want to go this way." <laughs> yeah, it was automatic. It was just automatic. automatic. Pilot. Mm-hmm. So, you're, so you're not really in. You know, you're not awake, quote exactly. unquote, in, in that point. But I like the idea of what you're saying about. We have so much in potential, and, and this yeah. is where we're going to lead into. You know, as we kind of as we kind of wrap up today, um, and, and I'm hoping that folks got a got a sense of who and what we are and in what we we're about. Um, there's a lot more to come with this. Like this this idea about Deb, what you talked about about unlocking. There's so much potential within ourselves mm-hmm. that we're just not aware of, and and we're we're just in this fog. And isn't that frustrating? Why yeah. haven't we been taught mm-hmm. those right. humanistic skills? Yeah. So that's yeah. the clarity, right, that right. we're looking for. And the full heart is the passion piece, mm-hmm. right, to be passionate and to have a full heart in, in, into what we do and have the clarity in order to do it and to be present in order to we do and that. And passion and connectedness. We're mm-hmm. so disconnected in our mm-hmm. society right now. So, yeah. And then when we do that, then we get the, then we get the outcomes that we're really desiring. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you would yeah, you think for so? sure. Yeah. And if you think about it, like, you know, the, and I've been in these moments, Sunday, I don't want to do anything because new work week, you know? Right. And, but if you kind of reflect on that, you can kind of see if you, you kind of wake up a little bit and be like, well, why am I so stressed about the new work week? And it's because, you know, you're not living with a full heart and clear mind all the time. Exactly. And so, you know, I think everyone has that kind of hunger in them. They just don't know it yet. Right. So, um, so stay tuned because there's yeah. going to be <laughs> – <laughs> we have got so many exciting things oh, to yeah. share that I yeah, think yeah. that as we roll into 2020 – um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have you get really excited about the the upcoming things that we're gonna be sharing with you. Um, our mm-hmm. episode two will be coming up. It's gonna be on December twenty second. Um, probably gonna be we're gonna record it on the twenty second, and we'll have a release um, shortly after that. Um, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about these key pieces of of what helps mentation grow. But those but you what you'll find is that these key pieces are gonna be an integral part into what you can incorporate into your life to have clarity, to have a full heart, and to live awake. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned and make sure you come back and see us. So um, thanks for listening to the Morning Startup Podcast, where we believe that having a full heart and clear mind builds the neural pathways that will awaken you to a healthier, joyful, and more successful life. Mm-hmm.